This is the Great Gatsky from Crete, Illinois, and you're listening to Backwoods Bow Hunter with Tim and Mike. You know what I mean? still gonna go back and listen to this one now that you're in here man i don't know i don't like listening to my own voice so that might be a little <laughs> bit different i don't like listening to his voice I don't yeah know. me neither i don't know i think he's kind of angelic oh like thank it. you <laughs> backwards bow hunter episode 113 wow yeah wow we're really moving up Aren't like we? the jeffersons i uh as always am tim oh uh, what a douche <laughs> i am fact and you are i'm mike I think we mentioned I'm a bitch, basic. And, <laughs> and we do have a guest in studio. Yep. Yeah, Jason. It looks like it's got big dummy ears. There you go. It does. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see him with the headphones on. I know. It's an embarrassing. What, what would you say? It's embarrassing. It, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing. There we go. <laughs> I'll have to slow that down. We're already three, three or four deep on that one. We'll get too carried away on the soundboard. We just do the whole show on soundboards, and we don't even have to do anything. I've always said that I have enough sound bites on here of you that I can do an entire <laughs> show without you being here. Oh, I can Lord. make it work. Right? I bet you could. Oh, hell, I lost track of where we were. Season 113, I said, or see, episode 113, I said that already. <laughs> Check out our community page, Major League Bow Hunting, over on the Facebooks. Yeah. We had a couple new members here yeah, recently. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. so I know we're in the uh, awkward time of year where right now uh-huh. nobody's really thinking too much about yep. uh, bow hunting, right. uh, including me. I'm more on the bass fishing scene right now, so... <laughs> Uh, which we'll get into that here in a minute. I'm on the stop the damn cold weather and get warmer scene. Yeah, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Especially during like spring break. What kind of spring break is this? You know? Yeah. This is two years in a row spring break for my kids that they froze to death. Yeah. Yep. It sucked. Yeah. I mean, the whole week's going to be this way and mm-hmm. there has been this way so far. Right. And yeah, it sucks. And I remember last year being on spring break and we couldn't hardly do anything outdoors because... It was this, or yeah. colder. Yeah. It may have been colder last year. <clears throat> and last month wasn't bad. No. It was, February was, it was nice. pretty decent. It was yeah. Nice. We had a couple 70-degree days. and Yeah, well, this nonsense has got to get over with. I saw, <clears throat> let's see, first day of spring is technically Monday the 20th, and I think it's since changed, but the other day when I was looking on the forecast, the Wednesday following was showing a wintry mix. Oh, Nice. Like Jeez. two days into spring, and they were talking about ice and shit. That's so, horse shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like check out. The nuts. <clears throat> check out. Uh, it's a slap in the tits. It's a slap right in the tits. <laughs> That's go. true, too. Yeah. Both. Check out our community page, Major League Bow Hunting, over on Facebook, and fill out the little small questionnaire, and yeah. you're in. Yeah. If you don't. With some like-minded folk. If you don't, Todd's pretty strict. Yeah. <laughs> Todd don't dick around. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad Todd kind of took that over and yeah. runs it because I don't yeah. have time to really mess with it too I love much. that guy. So We love you, Todd. Uh, we're going to be on Patreon here soon. We talked about that last week, so I won't dive all into that again. Um, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Winter's a coming. <clears throat> Along with the YouTube channel. Yeah. No, Tim, I'm telling you, that was a shooter it's to coming. let it walk in the beginning, and it's got to happen now. It's coming. <laughs> It'll be done before the end of March. We both can't be wrong. That I am I am making a solid promise on right now. Yeah. It, it will be. I'm not saying that every episode that we've recorded on video no. will be up and running. It'll be started. Then, but it will be on. Uh, Backwoods Bowhunter can be found at BackwoodsBowhunter.com. <clears throat> if you want yourself a Backwoods hoodie. Hell yeah. Look we good. We can do that. 
And, and chicks dig them. Do they? Oh, yeah. If I have the hoodie or the T-shirt on, I'm telling you, my wife, she gets mad. All these women are just, hey, that's a nice shirt. Hey, that's a nice hoodie. I'm like, hey, you can get one at Backwoods. I thought it was because of your status. You see these passes? No. Bitch. <laughs> that says VIP. That ain't general admission. <laughs> I thought that was why. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> well. Yeah. I uh, If that's the case, I got to get out more. Yeah, you do. You go out with that, and I'm telling you, just don't bring Mary because it'll get ugly. Nah, she don't mind. Okay. She's got a trophy husband anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Backwoods Bowhunter Podcast. And I don't use Twitter, but if you do, it's BWBH Podcast. Why do we even have that? I don't know. I don't I, use the Twitters. I have never used Twitter, so. I don't even know how to use the Twitters. I barely know how to use the damn Instagram. I get the Twitter sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Eat too many berries or something. <laughs> Eat the wrong berries out in the woods, you get the Twitters. Yeah. Yeah. And as you can tell, if you've listened to this show for the first well, five and a half minutes. As always, we bring uh, you incredibly mediocre content in a completely meaningless way from the heart of Big Buck Country, right here in the Whiskey and Whitetails studio. There you go. That guy. Uh, Backwoods Bowhunter today, and today only. Today only. Brought to you by Titan Nutrition. Titan is one of the most trusted and respected supplement brands in the industry. They have a wide range of products ranging from amazing proteins and vitamins to pre-workouts and superfoods. You're not using it yet because of your surgery, is that what you said? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing You're the... You're using uh, it, but not, not yeah, the... Yeah, I'm doing the stage seven, the meal replacement. Yeah. I've been doing that every day. It's pretty day. good. I like that one. That's really good. Which flavor did you get? Uh, white uh, chocolate got, mocha. I've got... Cook, I think mine's cookies and cream. Yes, yours is cookies and cream. We've we've discussed that. Yeah, okay. Mine's a white chocolate mocha. Well, I've got like five different products of theirs, and I forget which one is which. So, yeah. so I can't remember which one's... They're all delicious, though. Vanilla ice cream and which one's... They're like Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we are excited to partner with Titan. Um, they have done good by us, and we have done good by them. So check out their website at titannutrition.net and use the code BACKWOODS at checkout. That will give you 10% off and... Free shipping. Look at that. Yeah, that's a great part. And it comes in pretty damn quick. Very quick. Like I'm impressed. Two days quick. And... I have samples here if you want any. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we'll take care of that. And if you can't remember, titannutrition.net, use code BACKWOODS. Yeah. Wherever you're listening to the show at, just scroll down in the little notes right below it, and there's a link. You just click it right there. And Bam. You're done. Nice. That's all you got to do. You are a high-tech redneck, Tim, and I like it. Hey, buddy. That's the most biggest compliment anybody could tell me. You're damn right. <laughs> in Illinois, we have 28 weeks until opening day. As of today... We have 200 days on the head. Wow. Look so next week will be exciting because we'll crack the 200 mark. I'm not even going to read Kentucky's. They can piss up a rope. Yeah. Straight up it. <laughs> even though I'm hunting there in September. I wanted to read this before we Take get that, into Take that, Shannon. I'm going to read this before we get into the Blue Lion Badass. Okay. Tim does all the reading, in case you didn't know, because I'm kind of. Can you read? Not really. Okay. I look He's at pictures. Real, yeah, I look at pictures really good. Are you familiar with? Uh, it's down in Vienna. Uh, I guess it's considered Vienna right there. It's super close off the interstate. Um, I passed it a bunch when I would go to Golconda occasionally. At Stafford's Whitetail Deer Farm. Yeah, remember that? You ever seen it? I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a high fence operation. Yep. It 
just from, I've never been in the gate, but from the outside looking in, it looks like a very nice place. You know, the gate and the signs and everything that they have out there are pretty impressive looking. Yeah. So did you see the news thing that just popped up on that? Okay. So I was just going to read this. It's down in Johnson County. Okay. A Southern Illinois man pleaded guilty to poaching white-tailed deer. According to a release from the IDNR, 58-year-old Jerry Stafford of Vienna, who Jerry Stafford owns Samson's Whitetail Deer Farm, oh, entered a negotiated plea on January 5th to one count of unlawful take in connection with the illegal harvest of an 8-point and a 12-point wild whitetail deer. He also pleaded guilty to one count of open dumping for improper disposal of animal carcasses. He received 24 months court supervision, court costs and fees, and was ordered to pay $20,200 in restitution to the IDNR. Stafford runs a high-fence shooting facility called Samson's Whitetail Mountain where customers pay to shoot raised or imported game animals in a fenced area. Uh, Conservation police began investigating after learning that he was advertising low-fence hunts in conjunction with Illinois' official deer hunting dates. According to investigators, uh, guides took clients outside of the high-fence area to hunt deer in the wild. Investigators documented violations that included outfitting or guiding without a permit, uncased firearms and vehicles, hunting with the aid of a motor vehicle and the use of lights, hunting before legal shooting hours, hunting without permission, and violating tagging requirements. During their investigation, officers documented evidence of this is what drew me in evidence of animals escaping from the high fence facility, including fallow deer, javelinas, and audad. Hope. So I had the impression, because I've looked on his website before just for shits yeah. and grins, I had the impression that they had only whitetail in there. Right. That's what I would assume. I had never knew they had javelinas and audad sheep and fallow no. deer and who knows what else, but yeah. I didn't even know that. There's evidence of them escaping? Yeah. Because that's not far from the new house at this point, so am I going <laughs> to... I don't know if they've up? escaped or if, like, they were maybe let out. Maybe. Right. I don't know which, right. but yeah. it, it says escaped on here. Gotcha. Good way to word it. Um, they said an animal feeder was found just outside of the high fence gates with white-tailed deer and elk tracks around it. I didn't know he had elk there either. I've heard I've heard about the elk. Okay. Huh. So that's really all I just wanted to read. And that was there. outside of the fence. Outside of the track. high fence, yes. Hmm. Yeah. I guess we're hunting at uh, Jason's this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your place down there it's pretty close it's not really that far i mean it's be down there about 30, 25 minutes or so, so. but you were in carbondale it, it's it's carbondale close to goreville marion school district so oh, what the hell yeah. wow <laughs> that's a cluster it is what county is it in it's right on the edge of williamson and johnson wow hmm. it's amazing how they come up with these addresses and yeah how yeah. they figure yep. that stuff mm-hmm. yeah I know you get when you gave me your address for the when I sent you the apparel, you were uh, gave me Carbondale, right? And uh, whenever we, I started researching the house originally, it was like I know it's Marion School District, so typed in the address as Marion. Nope, that's not <laughs> it. <laughs> Weird, Marion School District, smack dab in Carbondale. Yep. Let's uh, let's do Blue Line Badass of the Week. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, had two in line, and I bumped this one forward because it's out of Marion. Huh. So Not Carbondale? <clears throat> not Carbondale. Okay. I th- this was officially Marion, I believe. Officially Marion. Yeah. 
I don't know what school district. Okay. <laughs> Probably Carbondale. <laughs> this was a Marion PD press release. On Monday, March the 6th, at approximately 5.45 p.m., Marion Police Department officers were dispatched to SIH Urgent Care in response to a report of a suspicious person circling the parking lot in a black Nissan and attempting to get the female employees to come to his vehicle. Hmm. Upon the officer's arrival, that officer observed a black Nissan driving around the parking lot and finally parked in a stall. The MPD officer approached the vehicle and attempted to speak with the driver. The driver would not speak to the officer and would not identify himself. The driver was hiding his right hand and refused to show the officer what, if anything, he had in his hand. After repeated attempts to get the driver to comply with commands, the driver charged at the officer. The officer deployed his issued taser, which had no effect on the male, which tells me he was way under the influence of something. (laughs) Yep. Uh, As I have been tased as part of my training, and it had an effect. (laughs) A struggle ensued, and the male attempted to get the officer's service weapon out of his holster, uh, which at that point in time becomes a deadly force situation for those who don't know that. Uh, before he could get a hold of the officer's service weapon, the officer, which is an MP- MPD canine officer, activated the remote door opener to a squad car and released the canine. The canine gained control of the male, and the officer was then able to place handcuffs on and arrest the male. Nice. Hopefully that canine tore his ass up. Yeah. The suspect in this incident was identified as Keith Hendricks of West Frankfurt and was taken to Heartland Regional Medical Center for treatment, which I'm sure was from dog bites. Oh, absolutely. And later uh, transported to the jail and charged with various offenses that I don't have to read. Wow. So that officer is a blue line badass, as well as his canine companion. Yeah. And I very rarely comment on Facebook shit ever, like stuff that could be controversial. And I I read that on a Facebook article. It was uh, like WJPF's site or something. I don't know what it was, but it was a news source. And I saw some jackass comment down below defending this piece of crap. Of course. Over the officer. And I'm like, I can't hold back. So yep. <laughs> there you go. I replied. And as far as I know, he's never said anything since then. But um, that just aggravates me. Probably that it was rude to let that dog bite that poor man. All he was trying to do was, you know, understand why the policeman was trying to stop him. Yeah, he was talking yeah. about how... Why was the officer even there? You know, the guy wasn't doing anything but driving around in the parking lot, leave him alone. You know, he has amendment rights, too. And I may have a bunch of horse shit. Because that's normal. But it was a service call from people who were concerned. That's That yeah. and trying to solicit women into his car. Yeah. I mean, did he miss part right. that part where it said that? You know? Oh, well, yeah. Anyway. You can't can't say that part. Anyway, you ready to uh, actually kick off the main meat and taters? Yeah, let's do that. It's the mystical flight of the arrow traveling downrange, searching for its next target. The thrill of chasing the elusive whitetail buck as it slips through the tall oaks. That encounter with a bull elk that is so close, you can feel its breath. The hair that stands up on your neck when you hear that long bearded turkey gobble in the spring. It's our passion. It's our tradition. It's Backwoods Bowhunter. And now, it's time to go full draw in the backwoods.
You ever notice when that says turkey gobble in the spring that that turkey's not gobbling? No. No, you've never noticed it or no, it's not gobbling? No, I've never noticed. Oh. I just listen for the sounds. That's all I do. (laughs) It's not a gobble. I know it's not a good call. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we know a good call when we hear one. Should have been doing that, yeah. Yeah. And you hear a turkey gobble. You were talking, Jason, about your wife wanting to go shed hunting. Yeah. We see which day was it i guess it would have been sunday we went to bass pro saturday in st louis i heard someone got a whole new setup yeah i got i got that on my talking point here hell yeah it's actually where i was supposed to start but i'm skipping ahead yeah it's just skip <laughs> sunday we had to turn around and go right back up there again for a volleyball tournament mm. <clears throat> and we left it was still in the dark because we had to be up there early let's see on the way on freeman spur road Heading towards Route 149 in West Frankfurt, <clears throat> we passed, I couldn't tell you how many whitetail deer, but I passed two bucks that were still hard horned on both sides. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And this was, what, three days ago? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I found that intriguing that I'm still seeing them. And then <clears throat> when we came back from Bass Pro on Saturday, I don't remember where we were at, but I saw a deer in a field, and I'm pretty confident he was hard-horned, at least on one side. I couldn't really see it was dark, but yeah. just from the light of the vehicle, he had at least one, I know. Hmm. So it seems weird to me that they're – I mean, right now we should be out in the woods finding them and yeah. not looking at them on top of their heads. So. Right. Well, I, I know there's some in our area that are find, starting to find some sheds. Yeah. Um, I know, like, for um, hunting and fishing days, you guys had AWOL on. Mm-hmm. I got their T-shirt on. Yeah, there you go. There, yeah, they're uh, Mackenzie's been out and finding a bunch of sheds. So, yeah, they're starting at least. So, it's funny you bring up her name. I uh, just sent her a message this morning. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I never find sheds. I just, it's a hopeless cause for me. I don't. Maybe I'm blind. I don't know. I don't have the attention to be able to find sheds because then I start looking for other stuff on what's going to be happening the next hunting season. And yep. And then a squirrel runs by, and you're like, oh, squirrel. Yeah, I run into that too. I'll go out there with the intentions of sheds, but then I start looking for scrapes and Mm -hmm. uh, whatever. I mean, out there doing it. Yeah. I did find a new spot on my dad's and I'm putting a stand up next month when I was out there doing the shed hunting. Once I got to that back area, I started looking for shooting lanes and funnels and found a good spot. So got it marked on the old Onyx and we're ready to go. Cool. No sheds though. Has it got a name yet? No, not yet. I got to put the stand up. <laughs> Once I put the stand up, then I feel it. Okay. Yeah. It'll come to you. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. I'm one of them basic bitches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. We know that. I don't know why I had to say that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we went to Bass Pro. We usually make an annual trip there, <clears throat> and it's annual because I come back broke every time right. I go there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, the well, reason- from what Elena told me, I'm sure you came back broke this time. Oh, shit. So... <laughs> We went with, other than when I bought a bass boat there, this is the most expensive trip I've ever had at Bass Pro. Yeesh. We went with the intentions of, because my, as you're well aware, we talked about it, my son is on the, he's a seventh grader, but he's on the high school bass fishing team. Yeah. So I told him since he made the bass fishing team and his birthday is coming up a couple weeks from now, we'll go up there and find him a a rod and reel, you know, because right now he's using mine. Right. So your Zepco or no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yep. Go ahead. 
No, he, <laughs> he is he is twelve rocking a bait caster. So, that a boy. Yeah, smarter than me. Um, so we go up there with the intentions of that. Now, mm-hmm. in my mindset, because I'm an outdoorsman, I used to be a tournament fisherman. If he's getting one, so is Dad. It's only fair. Yep. Mary's like, well, how many do you need? Because I have like a miniature bass pro shop set up in you that do. barn. Yeah, you do. So she's like, how many do you need? And I said, it doesn't matter how many I need. Yeah. It's kind of like the bows, you know? Yeah. So. Yep. At this point, the intention in, in, mm-hmm. the intention is to get him a rod and reel and me a rod and reel. <clears> sounds and fair. just stick around and do whatever. Yeah. Well, $1,200 later. Ooh. It was actually more than that, Ooh. I think. Wow. It was closer to thirteen. Ooh. Yeah. I almost threw up. So we we decided that we were going to look around at everything because Elena wanted to check out. She likes to fish, but she's more of the hunter than the fisherman. So she wanted to check out the hunting stuff. So Why okay, not? We can do that. So let's do all of that first because I have a feeling we're going to be in the fishing section a lot longer. You know, it's yeah. just the time of year that we would focus there. Yeah. Yep. Well, she comes across a pair of gloves. She would like to get a pair of gloves. And I said, okay, you know, and... She's like, well, right now I don't really have a good pair of gloves. And, and that's fine. I understand that. So we were looking at gloves, and then that led to, hey, check this out. Hey, check this out. You ever heard of the brand She? No. She told me about it, and I'd never I heard of either. it. I hadn't either. I hadn't either. So She Outdoors. And uh, they make, you know, uh, women's camo, basically. Well, we can't like really the, gender identify, but. Well, we can't on this show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> or the, the little sock hat beanie thing has like a ponytail deal on the back of it where your hair goes through it kind of deal. You know, it's oh, that hell. kind of stuff, you know. Well, isn't that cute? But it was really nice stuff. Yeah. Like really nice. So she's looking at it, and I said, Elena, don't. I mean, I'll I'll get discounts through. Um, yeah. My, yeah. My stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Help me out here. Oh, Lord. I, mean, I think we have a code for that, actually. Is there a code now right now for that? I think there is. And it'll help me remember the name. Or read the code. Huntworth. Huntworth, thank you. You're welcome. That's embarrassing. That's very embarrassing <laughs> that I remembered. Good grief. Well, anyway, I told her I told her we'll uh we'll just order some Huntworth camo. Yeah. I was on the wrong email, that's why I can't find it. Oh code. shit. Bear with me here. We're all bearing with you, Tim. All right. All three points. Hey, right now you can us. use the code TRKYM20. Turkey, March 20. TRKYM20, and that will save you 20%. Nice. That ends March 26th. So get I on bet that. But it didn't save you 20% at Bass Pro, did it? So anyway, I told her <laughs> <laughs> I told her we get a discount code from Huntworth. We can Yeah. We can hook you up with everything and we don't have to do it right now. I mean, we have time before fall. Yeah. But the more we looked at the gear, the more I kind of liked it. And yeah. I'm like, this is really nice stuff. So, let, yeah, let's just go ahead and get you outfitted. So yeah. we did all that. And then eventually that led to, well, yeah, Tim and, and uh, Jake got new rod and reels, but he also needs a new safe, uh, a life vest mm-hmm. thing for fishing, at least when the boat's running. Yeah. So we got to go get that. You know, he might need some rain gear, so we got to go get that. Yep. And then, of course, you know, you can't go – fishing without an empty tackle box so we got to get baits yeah i get some lures hooks and weights and yep. you name it so mm-hmm. yeah when it was all said and done we were oh and then mary for whatever reason decided that jake and tim i've never worn these a day in my life but decided that we needed hay dudes oh my wife keeps trying to get me to get hay dudes i got some on right now i know i've seen them yeah, I do. Do you? yeah my wife so, keeps trying to get me to buy them every time we go you should try those on no 
Well, we were we were over in that section, and she she got a pair for Jake, and she's like, "Hey, look, you and Jake can match because they had my size in the same color." And I'm like, "I I wear Crocs. I'm good with my Crocs." <laughs> and guess you, what? We walked out of there with two pairs of Hey Dudes. And I, I would actually for Hey Dudes, I would put them right up there, pretty close to my Crocs. Really? Yeah. I look at it like this: some people yet, can rock them, like they look okay on you. If I put Thank them you. on, I'd look like a complete asshat. I just I I put on Mikey's to run outside. And is I feel it like a is it the hey dudes that make you look like an asshole? That's got nothing to do with the shoes. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Let's go to the next segment. <laughs> this is hurtful. I'm a good looking son of a bitch. Why ruin it? Exactly. You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? <laughs> I go throw on the hey dudes, and I may I may there's lose a, my sex appeal. <laughs> there's that little pause on there before you say you know what I mean, and and you never wait on it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm very impatient. Oh hell! So that that was that was my Bass Pro adventure. Son of a bitch, Tim. Man. Well, then we left there. You, you ever heard of the Peel? It's in O'Fallon, pizza place. Oh yeah. So then we yeah. went to the Peel and dropped a hundred dollars there. On pizza? Uh, yeah. Well, was it good? Pizza and a couple of adult drinks and oh, it's a yeah. Firestone pizza, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah wood yeah. fire. And uh, they got really good wings too. I've had the it's something pepper. Mm-hmm. Something pepper wings, and they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What best pro did you go to? One in St. Louis. They only have one. There's one in St. Louis. Yeah, it's pro? out past the airport. Yeah, it's in St. <laughs> Charles technically, but yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, you know where Riverport? It's not called Riverport anymore, but the concert venue is out there. Yeah, the it's down that way. Well, hell. <clears throat> yep. I never even known that. Well, now you do. Now I do. Now I know where I'll be Spending going in a couple some weeks. Money. You just get on seventy, seventy west, and head that hmm. way. You'll run right into it. Well, we're going to St. Louis in a couple of weeks, staying a weekend. So I guess that's going to be a part of the trip. Well, Kelly doesn't know yet. And we know she ain't going to listen to this <laughs> to find out. So when we get there, I'll be like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do today. Let's take a ride down this road. Oh. Well, it just so happens there's a Bass Pro Shop. Right. And you need to find <laughs> some time to kill. Yep. And I'll have Mikey, <laughs> Tyler, and Jimmy with me so they'll see well, Bass Pro and boom. Take off. Jake Jake has been there before, but I guess he doesn't remember it. And he he said to me, he's, he goes, um, this isn't what I expected Bass Pro to be. And I thought he was going to say, like, he was disappointed in it or something. And I said, yeah. well, what did you expect? And he goes, I thought it was going to be, like, a really small, like, no, this small little hole-in-the-wall shop. And I'm like, no. And believe it or not, this is one of their smaller ones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if right. you, you go to that one in Memphis or their main one in Springfield, Missouri, I mean, it mm-hmm. trounces that one. Oh, that one in Springfield, Missouri is massive. We went there when we were on our way home from uh, um, Branson. Yeah. We went that direction and went there, and yeah. Same same thing for Cabela's, I mean, which is now owned by Pro, right. but, I mean, they have a really nice one up in Michigan. I mean, it's, it's just awesome. Bass Pro's buying everything. They bought Ranger boats. They bought Triton boats. Right. Bought out Cabela's. Damn. Yeah, they're just taking over the world. They're kind of like that, uh, what's that group called that bought uh, St. Crusher? Oh, Faradine. Faradine, yeah. Kind of like them. Yeah. Between Faradine and Bass Pro, they're going <laughs> to have a, the market cornered. Well, let me forewarn you yes. if you go there. Because it drives me nuts every time I go there. Every single time they've got a group of people. It's right in the middle of the store where their aquarium's at. A group of people that try to solicit you to buy their timeshare at that lodge that they have. Really? Yeah. So they are on you like hawks on a mouse. So 
Hmm. Be forewarned when you walk in there, they're going to be on you. I can be very rude. Oh, I was. <laughs> you know, and I could be very rude. I don't mean to be mean to them, but I'm yeah. not here to buy your timeshare. No. You know, right. so, I didn't anyway. say, hey, let's go to Bass Pro and see if we can get one of them timeshares. No. But everybody that walked by, and if you want to go to the restroom while you're there, you got to walk right by them to get there, and oh, they're really? going to be on you. So I'm going to say, come out in here, and I'll give you some information. <laughs> see if they follow me. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say it to the female just to make it really uncomfortable. I'll be like, well, come yeah. on. Let's go Bring in your here little sign with you. And bring come it here, on. and let's, let's fill this out. Somebody's going to get arrested. Uh, <laughs> it's possible yeah. we will be canceled yeah i'll catch a charge so the main point of today's show is um so we have we're going to have a guest on in the future who does this professionally but we figured that we would talk a little bit about um, property like hunting property and and what we look for so this is kind of a a loaded topic because it, what we look for in Southern Illinois and the Midwest is not what somebody in Georgia is going to look for. Right. Or yeah. if in the West, you know, if yeah. you're looking for property for elk hunting or something versus what we, so this is going to be kind of niched down to what we look for in the Midwest for whitetail. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. And, and then, setting up a new location. And then we'll let, when, when we get Brett on here, we'll let him cause he does it for a living. We'll yeah. let him kind of go into the really deep dive into it and yeah. what he does from the realty side. And you recently acquired property. I did. So let's just start there. We don't have to tell what you were looking for, but what you acquired anyway. Just give us the GPS coordinates, too. (laughs) (laughs) We've established it's in Goreville, Marion, Carbondale. Right. (laughs) Well, uh, ish. (laughs) First and foremost. In the Benton School District. Right. (laughs) I was, uh, we were looking for um, a house was the biggest thing, you know, just getting out of the middle of town in Aaron. And... Like we talked about before, when I first bought my house, I was a single guy. Wife and two kids later, we're out of room. So that was the biggest thing. And But being a avid outdoorsman and been hunting all my life, just happened to come across from a friend that they were selling their property that had 12 acres, all woods, thick woods, a lot mm. of bedding areas. 12 I, is what we said. 12. Mm. Yeah. I uh, hunted there in high school, hunted there this past year before I even acquired a property, shot a doe there. So, um, that, that's kind of where, where that started as far as acquiring a property. But, um, as far as going on the whitetail side of it, um, having those bedding areas that I know that are on the property, the, the, all that thick stuff that kind of go into, um, for example, it was, it's similar to the area that Mike went out with me, mm. um, for another property that I hunt, but it's just white evidence of whitetail activity everywhere. That's yummy. Yep. So scrapes, rubs. Was anybody it. hunting it prior to you acquiring it? Other than, I mean, you said you did, but. Um, actively, no. Um, person that I bought it from, she was going through a divorce in the past. Her husband had hunted the property, just shotgun. Okay. Of course, you know, being part of the orange. So it's not had pressure on it kind nope. of do. Yeah. Nope. And. Um, nice. From what I can tell is that nobody is really hunting the properties around it either. Even better. Yep. That's sexy. Yep. So, um, but it's got water sources running through it. So especially big early season, having um, it's got creeks that feed, uh, feed right in the devil's kitchen, running straight through the property. So early season, having that water source constantly moving there, just having those target areas where I, I know I'll be able to at least find some kind of activity. Nice. nice. Cool. 
Excellent. Mm. Well, congratulations on, on acquiring it. So you've been there a minute now, though. I mean, yeah, uh, end of December is when we closed. Okay. So. Yeah, a few months. Yeah. Are you settled in now? No. I know moving's a pain <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> when we moved here, <clears throat> I told her, I said, this is the last damn time I am ever moving. Because this just not, sucks. We're not doing it again. If for some, re- yeah. for some reason so it doesn't work out with my wife and I, she's the one that's going to go. I'm not doing it. <laughs> it <ain't happening. laughs> I will well, buy you a moving truck, my dear, but I'm right. not going anywhere. Well, we were talking about that big redneck blind earlier before we hit record, right. and I, if if for some reason we move for whatever circumstance, whoever buys is acquiring that thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> buy one house, get one. I don't want to ever move free. it again. You know, it, it it's done. <laughs> you well, know, and I was like, I was talking to Mike. I I'm very interested in in one, but how. I'm not excited about setting that up. So. Oof, no. Me and Tim are busy that day. You're going to set it up. <laughs> We're covered up. Now, <laughs> me and my dad and my daughter assembled it, <clears throat> and it was time-consuming. I mean, it's not something you're going to assemble in two hours, you know. Right. But that wasn't terrible. Though. I mean, the the terrible part was turning setting it up. Right, bastard know? up. Yeah. Yeah. And that was awful. It was not fun, I tell you that. Well, maybe, maybe I'll just, you know, have something going on and invite you guys out for dinner and be like, hey, by the way. <laughs> While you're here. Dinner and beer? Yeah. Okay. We may show up then. <laughs> I'm going to see if this is lit up here. Not lit up, but make sure you're on focus on the screen. Oh. You think I'm not focused? I'm sexy as hell. I'm always on focus. Sure you look pretty. Yeah. You're good. It's got my good side, too, which I like. Well, you weren't, both of you weren't seated when I said it there, so I just wanted to make sure. Oh. Well, you know, 30 minutes and <laughs> I was going to say, no, 33 <laughs> minutes and 50 seconds later, I decide, hey, I better go look at that. Come back out and be like, yeah, no, you weren't in it. <laughs> now you are. Good to go. You go, girl. <laughs> you get your salary. Damn right. So what what were you looking for? I mean, at home, okay, yeah. you said that. So uh, anything in particular you wanted to see on the property? I mean, signs, of course, but. Right. Um. <clears throat> well, like I mentioned, water source. Mm-hmm. Because especially if we end up having the other years like we had this year where we have a drought, yeah, and that water's scarce, them having a spot they can consistently go to that's going that's going to draw them and attract them to the area, right? Um, there are a bunch of oak trees on the property also, which Quite I, I just yeah I just know that from previous seasons because I didn't see hardly anything just like you did here on yours as well um this year but um and then like i said the the amount of cover and it's i don't think i have there's not a lot of food source as far as any kind of agriculture or anything around there but that white you know those acorns and just all those other resources that are there yeah. I think it makes it better if there's no food around and you've got a bunch of acorn trees cuz that's going to attract them even more. I mean, if you've got thousands and thousands of acres around you of corn and beans and everything else and you got three acorn trees, chances are you know, they're, they're not going to really need to slay, sneak into them woods to get them acorns. I kind of like having the ag around. Yeah. Personally, you know, but a lot of it though. Not, well, I mean, not necessarily, but yeah. I I don't have to. It's not like a must have for me if I'm going out trying to find a property. Uh, yeah, but if I find one that has the agriculture around it, and I'm the yeah. timber piece, the timber track that's that's connected to it, I'm down with that. Well, that ain't bad if you're just if you're the timber track that connects it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't mean, be bad. And then dri- driving out there, I mean, driving down our road on 
all the way down, and you can see redneck blinds everywhere. Yeah. And like we first time we were uh, pulling up early to go see the house, as in, are we actually going to buy this property, really inspect it, go kind of deep into it? Yeah, there was 10 deer just hanging out in front of the, across the road. So. Hmm. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, deer. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, no, I can't do this. I've got my little list of things that I would look for. So jump in. I mean, this isn't, you know, you go, you go, I go, we'll just jump in. But yeah. I don't want all agriculture like Billy has, Billy Wheeler. Yeah. Now, obviously that works for him. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he's, he's successful every year and mm-hmm. kills good deer. Little bastard. But as he said, there's what, two trees, <laughs> three trees, something <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want that. Yeah, but I I do like to have some agriculture. So you know, th- through this patch of woods, or so this is a bedding area back over mm-hmm. here, and then there's Big Buck Lane, and on the other side of Big Buck Lane is all agriculture field, and it's just a travel corridor. And they use my timber section here, you know, yeah. going back and forth. So mm-hmm. and they head over to chickens over there. So, um, I like having that. Yeah, you know, but that's what works here. Right. You know? Yeah, and I don't like I said I don't mind. Little patches, like you've seen Thompsonville, right next to my property there, there's probably about a 8 to 10 acre cornfield that they alternate every year, corn bean. And right behind, like to the left, there's a probably another 8 to 10 acre that they opposite every year, corn bean. But it's not like all corn and beans all around me and then my patch of woods. So, I mean, that's I, I don't mind that. I just wouldn't like, you know... Like where Mikey just moved, it's his house, and then about a thousand thousand acres of farm. So there's nothing, and then he's got one tree row. He's got like Billy's ideal spot. Yeah, ten thousand acres of farm, and then one tree row. That's what Mikey has, but it's also by a two acre pond, so that kind of helps. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me, you you brought up water source. <clears throat> water source to me is a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have to have it mm-hmm. um, because there's ways around it. You know, but it's obviously a great bonus. I mean, I have a one-acre pond here, right. yeah, which is a huge attractant to them. They're always out there. And then we have a creek that runs through our new property on that side, um, which is nice and actually has water in it now. <laughs> it was right. it was dry the entire hunting yep. season because right. of uh-huh. that damn drought. I don't have to have it, um, but it's definitely a bonus. And the reason I say I don't have to have it is because there's ways. You've probably seen videos of people who dig the, the big troughs that you can get for feeding hogs yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. They'll dig out, put those down in the ground, and put water in them. So, I mean, you can always put water sources out there on the property. Yeah. But having a natural version of it is, yeah, you know, great. You know, right. I'm not going to turn it down. And it's sexy to look at. Yeah. I and like listen, when I go out. Listen to. I yeah. Like hearing those little creeks running. There's days that I don't mind going out when that creek's running by my dad's house. And there's other days when it's really running that I don't like it. Because it's really loud and you can't hear shit. Yeah. When you can barely hear it trickle in a little bit, I like that. Right, but when you when you can't hear, it's also more difficult for the deer to hear. Also, yeah. They, they still hear when you drop a uh, hey, hey, release hey. out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a river running, you can hear that shit. Oh, huh? no, you didn't. <laughs> we don't have to be talking about that. All right. that there's the release right there. Yeah. That is the one. I've noticed you haven't put it down since the day you dropped it. I think you're working on, <laughs> you're working on your holding skills. It's an ex- extension of my fingers. There you go. Uh, for me, a must-have. Absolute must-have. It's the first thing I'm looking for when I get there. You brought it up, uh, Jason, is white oaks. 
I gotta have white oaks because, uh, like I said, that's whitetail candy. Yeah. When you have a good crop. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh. This past season was not. But no, not even a little bit. No. But white oak trees are a big deal, and that's what I was referring to earlier. Where that's what works for us here in the Midwest. Now, if you're down in Georgia, you're probably hunting more pine than you are oak. Yeah. You know, so it's not going to be the same. That's what I wanted to. I was wondering if someone with persimmon trees had the same issues this year because that public land I hunt, there's a lot of persimmon trees in there. And normally when I'm up in the stand, you know, waiting, I'm always looking around and, you know, I did not see persimmons like I normally do. Normally in that public land spot, there's a tree behind me. That some bitch is always loaded with them. There's another one to the left of it. Always has ton of persimmons in it and this year i didn't see any and even walking the area after i shot that doe last year usually you see like you know the seeds from you know raccoons that have eaten it or deer you know the shit with the little seeds in it i didn't see any of that this year so i was wondering if people who have persimmon trees on their property that they know of had any persimmons this year because i'm wondering if it was just something to do with you know everything i mean you didn't have the acorns and like i said i didn't see any persimmons at all and i walked that property quite a bit you know, we went, went shed hunting the other day, and there was nothing, like no remnants of seeds or anything, and you always see that. So I was wondering if, you know, anyone listening has persimmon trees, and they had a bummer crop this year. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have any here, so I don't have anything to go off of Yeah, personal. but I don't at my dad's anymore. The only tree he had fell, which was yeah. really sad. That was my favorite spot to hunt. I know the oaks weren't producing, and... Not to kick a dead horse because I brought it up a thousand times, but that redneck blind is strategically placed where it's at because yeah. it is surrounded with white mm-hmm. oaks. Yeah. And it is usually a just a, a battlefield of acorns on the ground out there. And this year was scarce, completely scarce. Uh, for me, I'll, I'll go. Um, I like to, and you brought this up earlier too, I like to survey the surrounding properties. Um, the adjacent properties and see what, what's around me. And is there any other hunting pressure around me? Usually you can figure that out pretty quickly or easily. And even just a simple knock on the door or talking to people, you know, who know the area or something, but that's a big deal to me, especially over the 13 years that we've been here and what some of the nonsense I've dealt with back that way. Yeah. So I, I like to know that stuff. And it's not necessarily a game changer if it's a property that I that I look at and it's got the white oaks and it's got the scrapes and the rubs and everything that I – some nice thicket, you know, for bedding or whatever. You know, if it's got all those features that I really want, yeah, I'm not necessarily going to walk away from the deal because there's a neighbor to the south that might yeah. be a pain in the ass. But mm-hmm. yeah. it's something to think about that you're going to have to deal with, especially if you're going to be there long term or in – you're in my case where we a little different than yours. You're in my case, we live on it. Yep. You know, <clears throat> sometimes I almost wish I didn't live here because I wouldn't see as much of it. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and what you don't know, you don't, you don't know. You right. know? Yep. You won't be looking at your back door being like, is that blaze orange walking through yeah. the woods right now? Yeah. Yeah. Sure is. Usually on my <laughs> side. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. But we were looking at what the hell's that county that Galcon is in? Um, County is that down there? Is, it, is it Union? It might be Union. No, it's not Union. Union's over towards the other yeah. way. We'll find out real quick. We we were looking at property down there. <clears throat> One of the first things I noticed when we went rocking around out there, my wife and I had a, a nice water source that went through it, mm-hmm. 
and Pope, Pope County. Pope, and don't know why I didn't know that. It's the deer sign. I mean, the scrapes that we came across and rubs, I mean, mm-hmm. were amazing. I mean, they were everywhere. And I, right. I told her, I'm like, I really want this piece of land, you know, and it was yeah. in it was in my price range. But the problem was, is you had to have an easement to get back to it. And I heard that the surround the guy who owned whatever that easement would have to go through was a complete asshole, and mm-hmm. it was going to be problematic. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I'm not looking for a headache. But right. nope, whomever acquired that, if they were able to get the easement into it, they've got themselves a hell of a hunting property. He'd put a little toll bridge on there. You had to pay every time. To probably, get <laughs> probably. <laughs> To help them sons of bitches, I'm putting up a tollway. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was nice ground. Yeah. Really nice ground. My dad's friend uh, lives out in uh, Pope County. And problem with him is where he's at, it's rough road getting to his house. I mean, he's way up in there. And, I mean, it's single lane, dirt rock road that washes, you know, the sides wash off in the, <laughs> you know, on a good rain. Yeah. And it's sketchy going there in like bad weather. When it's dry and everything, it's not terrible because if another car's coming, you could find a place to get over or they could find a place to get over. But yeah, it's a little sketchy when it's raining. Yeah. Scary. But that generally means you're not going to have a whole lot of uh, no. intruders or trespassers or. No. <clears throat> and his property, his property actually actually ends right there in uh, the Shawnee National Forest. It's his property, and then his backyard is the Shawnee National Forest. Yeah. He's got forty acres, but it connects to right, the Shawnee, so you ain't really got to worry too much about people coming through because it's all woods up to his house. So I mean, there's really no access to that part of the Shawnee Forest other than his back door. Nice. So works out pretty good for him. Heck yeah, nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. What how what what drew you to your Thompsonville property? Well, I mean, when I, know I first you had been hunting there already, but. yeah. When I first moved out here, <clears throat> my dad had his property, and that was it. And I didn't, I've never <clears throat> went public land hunting. Didn't really know about public land hunting or anything, being from Chicago. So, because I ain't got nothing to hump, come uh, rut. No, no. So I went to. Uh, <laughs> buddy of mine's house and I went over there for uh one of his kids birthday parties and I was talking to his dad and his dad's like oh yeah I own all this back here I've got you know another 17 acres behind all this I said really he's like yeah come out one weekend I'll show you it so I went out there one weekend me and him walked around I said man this is pretty nice out here and he's like well I don't normally allow people to hunt out here but if you want to hunt you know I'll let you guys come out here so me and my dad started going and that was even before I even had my first climber. I had a pop-up line. My dad had a pop-up line. So we went out there one day and we set up two blinds and went out there the next morning and hunted and all kinds of deer, turkey and everything. And then from there, you know, I would call him. I'd be like, hey, you mind if I come out this weekend? Then I got a climber because I'm like, man, there's trees I can climb. So I'm going to try this. So I bought a climber and I would call him and be like, hey, you mind if I come out tomorrow and hunt? And finally, he got to the point where he goes, God damn it, if you don't stop calling me, asking me to hunt, just get your ass out there and hunt. No one else is allowed to hunt. It's just you. I said, okay. So then I started hunting it, you know, more often. And then after he had passed away, I was, I've been trying for years to buy that back half. And I always joke with him, you know, after I'd hunt, I'd go stop and visit him and his wife for a little while. 
And I'd, you know, joke around about, well, whenever you're ready to sell it, Les, let me know. And, you know, I'll, I'll buy that back there. And he's like, well, I can't sell it. That's, you know, what I'm leaving my kids. And so after he passed away, his wife put it all up for sale. I make money move. You damn right I did. <laughs> so I went to her and I said, listen, Kathy, I know what you want for the whole thing. That's out of my price range. I said, I just want that back 10. She's like, well, what do you think? And I shot her a price and she said, okay. So. There you go. That's where I got it now. And that is some thick shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Very thick. <laughs> As I discovered with uh, the little brown lady, she was trying to dive into the middle <laughs> of all of that thick shit. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> she didn't realize there's a six-foot-one guy behind her that can't go through that stuff. <laughs> you know, she don't care. Yeah. Thank God the leash is long enough. You could let her go, and I can catch it on the other side. <laughs> Pick it up on the other side, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still, it. It's, it still cracks me up, though. That last little bit, we're all walking, we see the deer, and we're like, oh, there it is. Cool, there it is. And Emmy had her nose to the ground. She was like, I gotta find this deer. And she goes <laughs> underneath two feet from her. <laughs> and she goes underneath the damn limb that's about a foot off the ground instead of just jumping up. She's trying to fight her way underneath that damn limb. She gets up, takes two more steps, and boom, nose right into the deer. Yeah. She's and she army, started biting it. Army crawling underneath that yeah. limb when She's, all she yep. has to do is step over the top of it. Yeah, it wasn't that high at all. Yeah. And then she bumps her nose right into the deer, and then she starts biting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, though. It shows you didn't drive of the dog. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard this. I'm pretty sure I've told the story on here, but I'll repeat it. Um, when Dennis Redden is the guy who had the litter, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he was sending all of us who were had put deposits down pictures of the dogs, and they all had individual colors on, like, uh, it would be a blue collar or a red collar or a pink collar or whatever, and he was letting people pick what they wanted. And it was just based on photos. So I showed, see, all four of us, my family of four, and my dad and my mom, so six people looked at it, and all six of us picked something different. So I'm like, <laughs> well, shit. So ultimately I thought, well, the wife picked pink. We're going to end up with the damn pink one, you yep. know. And Smart um, move. Yep. I, but I told Dennis – Told I, I think I, blue might have been her second choice. Blue was Emmy, the one we acquired, um, and my dad had picked blue. But this is just going off of looks. Yeah, looks alone, right? So I told Dennis, I said, "Well, of course, my entire family, all of us picked something different." Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he said, "You want the blue one?" Yeah. And I said, "Okay, why do we want the blue one?" And he goes, "She is the one that you know when I." When I go out there and open up the the kennel that they're in, you know, all, most of them want to hang around with Pearl, Mama. Mm-hmm. One of them wants to go where I go, and that's the blue one. She's the most adventurous. She gets out and roams. You know, that's the one you want. He could, and he know he's around these dogs all the damn time. Yep. He knows, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I took that to heart. So we went down there with the intentions of probably getting the blue one, but we were going to take a look at them in person. Mm-hmm. And when we got to the kennel. Uh, only one dog out of that entire litter greeted us at the gate, and it was the blue one. <laughs> there you Emily go. Lou knew her fate. <laughs> there you go. It's almost as if she knew, hey, I'm going home with these people. Yep. You know, and so here she is. <laughs> yeah, we were on a track in, um, I think it's the one I did at the refuge. And that guy is like, man, she's fearless. And I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> she will mm-hmm. dive into the middle of anything. It don't matter how thick it is. Yep. There was a big-ass creek, and, I mean, I'm talking steep embankment down to this creek, and there's no way that deer 
went yeah. down that embankment. If if it did, it's laying in that creek somewhere because right. it ain't coming up the other side after no. being shot with an arrow. She wanted to go down that damn embankment. And I'm like, if we get down there, we ain't getting up. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, they're going to have to bring a helicopter in to get me out of there. <laughs> Come airlift your ass out. <laughs> she didn't give a shit. She was going down, you know, and I kept having to call her off of it. I'm like, no, we're not going down there. <laughs> not today. You know, so, yeah, we got the, the adventurous one. And yep. that's good when it comes to tracking. It's not been good when it's just coming to her roaming around out here yeah. because it don't take long. And she's off in the middle of the woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yesterday she was out here because I heard a doe blowing at her, which that bedding area is over here. And I'm like, where is she at? And I look over here and she's about 10 feet into the woods trying to figure out how close she wants to get to that doe blowing at her. And <laughs> Get out of there. You know? I found it, Dad. I found it. So yeah. didn't shoot it yet, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Get over here. Here, grab this one. <laughs> I got her, Dad. I got her. Come get her. <laughs> Dragging her behind by the tail. So she's a mess. <clears throat> anyway, got off topic there. Yeah. We don't often do that, which is no. weird. No, no never. Yeah. Never. No. We're normally pretty focused. Anything else on properties? No. Anything I left off? I don't think so. Just finding your stand locations if it's a new property, like, what Jason's got, that's what his, his next challenge will yeah. be, is finding his stand locations. I, I am not a property expert, but I want to offer a piece of advice. When you have yourself a really good bedding area, mm-hmm. stay out of it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Create it. Make it a sanctuary where there's no human intervention. Doesn't mean you can't set up on the outsides of it, the outskirts of it, but give them that sanctuary. It, it'll be a, a game changer. I've had this camera out in Thompsonville for a year and a half now. And this last three weeks, they're betting in it. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. You can't do that. Not in that area. That's not, that's not your bed. Be gone. But last night I had one for an hour and a half, two of them. Just every time they move their heads to take a picture, I had 60 pictures of a deer cut popping its head up to look around and smell. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So now I got to move that stand because it's 20 yards off that. Right. Not even, probably 15 yards off that open area. Well, I have a challenge because we're, I started building the trail on this property last year, but I have some more that I want to do. And I want the trail to kind of go around this bedding area over here. Yeah. Not go right through the middle of it. But it's challenging to do that without getting onto the property that's not mine over there. There's only two acres over there that's not mine, but still it's not mine. No one lives there. I know that, but. So technically it's yours. Squatter rights. Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. If you'd like, I'll go move into that house for a week and claim squatter rights, and then I'll give you that two acres until they kick me out and arrest me. Okay. I'm down with that. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm down with every step of that all the way through Jason's the Jason's got to clear me from work, though, for those two weeks till, you know what I mean? Not approved. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Think of the greater good here. I'm acquiring two more acres. Yeah, think of Tim's land. Golly. I will think about it. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. That's in motion. All right. Today's Get Dialed In segment, which is your part here, hey, is brought me. to you by Titan Nutrition. Yeah. Uh, which supplement do you want to read here? Or you're not reading them, I am. Yeah, you're well, reading them. Which one do you want to go with? We got... Uh, go yeah. with the stage seven. It's really good. I don't have that. <clears throat> okay, let's not go with stage seven. <laughs> it's a meal replacement. They didn't send me the, the one for that. They've got me on protein, vitamins, pure greens, and in light. Those are the ones they've sent. Go with vitamins. Vitamins. Yeah. All right. Vitamins are always good for you. 
Titan Nutrition Products, uh, you've heard us talk about their superfood formulas, pure greens, pure reds, their uh, whey protein, their stage 7 meal replacement, so forth and so on. Yeah. In addition to these products, an important staple to everyone's health and wellness is a good multivitamin. Titan Nutrition's essential trace mineral and vitamin complex are meticulously designed to meet the needs of the active male and female bodies for peak health and performance. Essentials provide the ideal blend of vitamins and minerals to help sustain all the functions of the body. From our brain and central nervous system to our eye, skin, bone, and heart health, to name a few. And do you know where you can find those essential vitamins at? Titan Nutrition. Exactly. Dot net. Dot net. Backslash backwoods. There you go. Yeah. That will give you 10% off. And free shipping. shipping, Yeah. And just in case that confused you any, it's titannutrition.net. Dot net. Yeah. Yes. I dot com everything. I'm old. That's all right. Yeah. I think everything should be dot com. Dot net. I don't even know what the hell that means. (laughs) (laughs) Get them dialed in. All right. I think uh, what I was thinking about talking about today is like overhead shoulder presses. It's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. But you can do them seated. You could do them standing. Um, usually when I do my shoulders at the gym, I always do one seated because your body's at a different angle. But I also do them behind my head. When I'm, seat, when I'm sitting down, I do the behind the head, overhead shoulder presses. And then if I'm standing, I do them in front of me. But I think that, you know what I mean, if you're working out in general... You don't want to just hit your arms. You don't want to just hit your chest. You don't want to just hit your legs. You kind of want to develop your upper body together because you'd look kind of funny with big-ass arms and these little bitty-ass shoulders. So you can do them. You know, I know you're a kettlebell guy. You could do them with the kettlebells on the outside of your hand and bring them up. I don't know how comfortable that would be, you know, depending I, on your weight. Yeah, I, I do them that way. <clears throat> I just have to take my watch off. Yeah. Because it bounces against I the glass of my watch. I would it would, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you could either do them that way. You could even hold them this way and almost do, like, a full raise that way with them. I do that I with my know. machine. Kind yeah. of the, the extensions this way. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, shoulder presses are very, to me, they're, for for your shoulder, it's one of the best things that you can actually hit. I mean, you got forward raises. You got, you know, outside raises. But I always, whenever I do the shoulder presses, that's when I feel the most on the actual shoulder itself. And everyone knows when you go to draw a bow back, you're using your shoulder. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you want to make sure everything you do focuses somewhere on hunting. Just to make you a better hunter, I think. Okay. Or not. At least it makes you big. That's all I care about. <laughs> we'll go with it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I uh, I hate doing shoulders, but I do them. Yes. Shoulders are my least favorite day of the week. Yeah. It, it, I think it's because it hurts the most. Like chest after a couple couple weeks when you're when you're doing a chest exercise, you're hitting it two three times a week or once or twice a week. After a few weeks, you really don't have that pain anymore. Like I'll feel tight, but I won't have that pain. But with shoulders, every time I do them, the rest you know for the next hour or so after I get done, my shoulders just killing me. My shoulder joints pop literally yeah. every rep. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the hell that happens, but I mean. whether I'm using dumbbells or kettlebells, it don't matter. Every single time I come up and connect them right here. Yeah. Click, click (laughs) every time that my elbow, my elbow. I don't really have issues with elbow too much. If I do preacher curls, occasionally I'll get an elbow pop. It's not often, but, uh, I sound like the 4th of July every damn time, man. Yeah. Drives me nuts. (laughs) What it sounds like when I'm lifting. 
terrible. That sounded more like horses trotting than the 4th yeah. of July, just for the record. Hey. FedEx. Yeah, I have to get that because that's yeah. Elena's birthday gift. You want to pause it? Um, yeah. I thought she got a gift already. Well, she does, but. You're getting her more? Okay, go ahead, yeah, pause. I better pause. All right, a little sidetrack. We're good. Yeah. I was, uh, we were having a conversation while you were gone. Yeah. And. Oh uh, Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I figured, you know, $1,300 in hunting gear, I thought that'd be a pretty good uh, birthday present. But no, yet, you've th- got something else coming. It wasn't $1,300 in hunting gear. Well, I'm sure that was a good portion of it, Tim. She so, got a, a few hundred dollars worth of hunting gear. So here's the deal. Yeah. I'm just wondering if you would adopt me. I mean, I'll call you daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Because my birthday's in May. Yeah. We can go to Best Pro next month. Well, it is your 50th. No, it's not my 50th, smartass. <laughs> It's my 49th. So here, getting close. Here's here's I, I can I can publicly say what she got for her birthday because um, she won't listen to this. No. So our families are terrible. They are. <clears throat> no support. I don't know that the hunting gear was necessarily a birthday gift. I guess it kind of is because it was before her birthday. But yeah, right. We got her some random stuff like she wanted some Wrangler jeans and. Things like that, you know, no, nothing crazy off the top of the wall. Yeah. Now, where we got into some money was, and my wife was like, what the hell are you thinking? What are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? She's a good kid. And you know her well, Mike. Yeah. She's a very good kid. You're damn right she, she is. She creates zero grief for us. None. Um, Just a, the, the perfect child, and I know every parent likes to say that about their kids, but she, yeah. she is literally a good kid. You mm-hmm. know, she doesn't, she doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't do the uh, adult, she doesn't do adult type things with her boyfriend. Yeah. She doesn't know? do doesn't math. math. That's a plus. Yeah. yeah. She's just a great kid. You know, so every once in a while, I don't mind going above and beyond and, yeah. and rewarding her for right. being Saying thanks she, being for not being a shitbag. Right? So she, she had approached me a while back about, um, she uses a laptop at school. Um, and her laptop's kind of old and slowing down. The battery's not lasting very long. <clears throat> kind of like me. She exactly. Yeah. Spot on. Okay. Yes. So she had, uh, <laughs> she was interested in acquiring an iPad because she wanted the iPad that it would be not as cumbersome to carry around because, you know, they're, well, there's one yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, they're thin, you know, easy to pack around and stuff. And yeah. she can do everything on it that she can do on her laptop and so forth. So we yeah. bought her an iPad. That's what was, it was supposed to be here March 2nd. They're late. And somehow or another, it's got lost, I guess. And Mm -hmm. so Apple actually reached out to me and said, did your product ever arrive? And I said, no. And they said, well, we'll ship you a new one. That was just yesterday. And so the (laughs) the tracking that they sent me was supposed to be here today, which is why we had to pause there for a second, because I don't want Elena to grab it. I want to. Sons of bitches. But I also bought her a new compound bow. Yeah. Daddy. About about the adoption thing, right? Daddy. (laughs) Listen, Dad. My birthday is just right around the corner, and we can go early. You know, we can get like a pre-birthday gift, and then we can go on. <laughs> I'll wait till May for the big one. Right. I'm patient. No, he's not. Well, poor Jake. He got a <laughs> no. He got a hundred and fifty dollar baitcaster combo, and I don't. Uh, Boy, I don't did want. he get hosed! <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm like, what the hell are we gonna do? Because I I just loaded her up with all this stuff, and uh, sucks not to be the favorite. Right. <laughs> right. Oh well. What kind of bow? What are you gonna do? Um, so she was shooting the the diamond, which is by Botech. Yep. Uh, the diamond uh, infinite infinite edge is okay. what she had. 
And even though it, it will go all the way to 70 pounds and go all the way to a 29 or 30 inch draw. So, I mean, she can grow with it yeah. and what she has. I mean, she's had that bow now for half a dozen years and she has grown with it every year. I swear I have to go out there and readjust the draw length, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she's maxed out on her height now. Yeah. Um, she can use that bow, but it it's a very small axle to axle bow. It looks like a youth bow. Yeah. yeah. So I just upgraded her to the the Botex or the Diamond by Botex um, carbon. It's called the carbon something. Okay, oh, yeah, I know. Um, it's a nice looking bow, but it's a full adult size bow. And oh yeah, lord, nice! It's pretty nice. It's sweet. Oh boy, yep. no more crossbows for her. Nope, she's all grown up. That's right. And she, if she uses, she can one. use it if she wants. I don't care. No. She can't anymore. <laughs> we're gonna have that discussion. Tomorrow. You know, speaking of that discussion at her birthday party. All right. Well, no we'll more. just we'll just roll right into that. How okay. about that? Because yeah. in the shooter to let it walk. Yeah. Okay. So shooter to let it walk is brought to you by nobody because we don't have a sponsor there yet. No. So if you're listening and you want to sponsor the shooter to let it walk segment, jump on in. This is a great opportunity for somebody. That's right. <laughs> so as as you know, or if you don't know, if you're new to the show, I doubt you've stuck around long enough to hear this part. But yeah, <laughs> if you are. Um, sometimes it's, would you do A or B? That's shoot or let it walk. Yeah. Sometimes it's, would you do this? Shoot it means yes. Walk means no. Yeah. Sometimes we just do listener reviews and read, read feedback. It kills all over the different, yeah. you know, we're all over the map. Yeah. Some people talk shit about Tim all the time and it makes me right. mad. <laughs> I'm sure you just you get all I mean? fired up about it. Yeah. Here's a review that we got. Okay. It was titled good debate. Okay. Nice format this week on crossbow versus archery. One hunter set in his ways. Tim. Wonder who that could be. (laughs) (laughs) One hunter set in his ways and another seeing positives for those using a growing technology. Wonder who that one could be. I have no idea. I'm lost right now. My opinion, my opinion is being outdoors and enjoying hunting, no matter what legal means, keeps our hunting passion alive and strong. As hunters, we must stand together. Spot on. Agreed. Hmm. That review is 100% spot on, Mr. Stuck in His Ways. Hmm. <clears throat> Some people are pig-headed. I don't know. When I pee, it glows. That's mm-hmm. your problem. It is. You Once you get fixed. glowy, huh? You need to get that fixed. Once you get glowy <laughs> pee-pees, you realize, hey, you don't want to use a crossbow. Is that what it is? Yeah. Once your pee starts glowing, it, you're fully developed. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm not opposed to the crossbow. One day I will be in my 60s and 70s and won't be strong enough to pull a compound, and God dang it, I'm going to use a crossbow. I cannot wait for that day. Thank you. All right, Dan. Yeah. (laughs) One day I'll be old enough to where I can't draw my compound, and then I'll have to use a crossbow. Apparently in May. No. (laughs) No. So here's... Not yet. So I just wanted to read that. Thank you for submitting that. That uh, was a good... Uh, yeah. yeah. Appreciate good the reviews. Yeah. He's uh, wrong, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he is He is absolutely 100% spot on. Yeah. Yeah. I still like him. All right. Now, yeah. here's my question. Okay. And I think this comes from kind of where you grow up. Yeah. I grew up Southern, right? I mm-hmm. mean, I, I have Arkansas roots, and I grew up in a town of 200 people. When we eat a meal in the evening, we called it supper. Yeah. My dad still to this day says supper. Now, I now call it dinner because I've been brainwashed by my wife. Now, <laughs> yeah. she was born in the Chicagoland area. Ugh. 
And she refers to it as dinner. Dinner. Dinner time. Dinner. Okay. So yeah. what is it? Is it supper or dinner? For being born in Michigan, it's dinner. It's dinner. Okay. Dinner. And is that because of your Chicago roots? Or yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. So for me, it's supper. I, I, I'm i not opposed to it. Yeah. I just feel weird saying supper. It sounds like sipper. <laughs> <laughs> Except replace the I with the U. Yeah. And it's yeah, supper. I mean, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Sometimes stuff just comes out. Too. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's just weird. Like when I was in the coal mines, a lot of guys would say it's supper time. Yeah. And I was like, right. no, it's time for dinner. That's but how even we always then, refer. I didn't call it that. See, to me, it's supper time flows better than it's dinner time. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. E- either one sounds fine. Just as long as you're eating. Well, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're eating if, if you're just. If you're just like me talking natural, that's just what comes out. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and for the record, I mean, I, I grew up knowing the word supper my whole damn life. And yeah. now I say dinner because that's all I hear every damn night yeah. is, you know, are you are you grilling dinner or am I making dinner? Or what time are damn we having Mary. dinner? When you hear dinner, 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 just ingrained in your brain that now it's dinner. What so, do your yeah. kids say? Do your kids call it supper or dinner? Me. I've been ruined. I'm ruined. You're ruined. <laughs> you're ruined <laughs> about supper. Uh, I think they say dinner. They say dinner? Yeah. 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 I'm going to throw my wife off, I think, this weekend. I'll be like, hey, where do you want to go for supper this weekend? See what she says. There you go. Do it. Do yeah. it and give me some feedback. I will. She'll be like, what so, the hell are you talking about? My wife grew up around here. She That won't throw it off one bit. <laughs> now, I, when, when we're done here doing this podcast, I always go out to my parents. Every Wednesday, I go out to my parents, and I have a couple beers with my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll always ask, because usually on Wednesdays, I fire up the smokers and... and Cook something, you know. So right. he'll ask me, "What are you having for supper tonight?" And I love your mom and dad. They're a hot mess. Yeah, they are. That's why I love them. <laughs> your mom cracks me up. Yeah, she's a little fireball. Well, you'll see her Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Any more uh, confirmations? Eh? Any more confirmations for the party? Oh yeah, I know. Last week you said there was two. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my in-laws got back to me yesterday. Might have been the day before. Um, I think it was that same day the Harrisons did as well. So I believe everybody that was invited, with the exception of the Dillons, because yeah. they're driving back from Florida that day. They're out of town. Yeah, are coming. We'll forgive so, them yeah. this time. But I don't know what the hell we're going to Well, I'll save that for the yeah. dry fire. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what the hell we're going to do as far as where we're going to go because I really don't want 18 people in my house. And or sixteen, whatever it is, because yeah. now we've added to it. I mean, was they weren't on the invite list, but we've added Mary's brother and his wife and kids. Uh oh. So, and it's this Saturday. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be forty degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. Hey, maybe we could build an igloo. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> huh. Um. All right. I think Let's those are on. usually made of ice, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. We'll move on. All right. Let's see. We need the. Uh, we need this. That's yeah. the uh, get your strut on turkey tactic segment right there. Yeah. Uh, before I give turkey advice, because you know I am the resident turkey expert here. Pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got turkeys on that new property? Oh, uh, I haven't seen any yet. I know uh, when I was out there hunting in high school. First time I ever put a deer stand on the property, it was pitch black outside, and I busted one out of the roost. About that didn't startle like, you, did it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Somebody shit their pants. <laughs> Sounds like a freight train coming out but, of those uh, trees. 
I was telling Mike yesterday, I'm fairly certain I heard a couple hens on the property. <laughs> yeah, I went, went to go try to find them. I didn't see any, but bumped up a doe when I went to go. Just look. Just to nice. see what's out there. So. There you go, Will. Nice. Hopefully, now that you're out there permanently, maybe you'll start seeing some signs of it, especially when this weather breaks a little yep. bit. So, start seeing some signs of activity. Yep. Cool. Good deal. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've got two seasons of turkey permit here, and then I've got one in Oklahoma at the end of April. So Nice. I'm going to go shoot a Rio, I hope. I'm going to go chase a Rio, no whether or not I shoot one. Either way, it'll be a good time. Hell yeah. My verdict turkey ammunition. Thank you, Tony, for um, hooking me up with verdict. But um, it's supposed to be here today as well. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, turkey season is also spring season. And what happens in the spring? It rains a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought I would give a little few tips on how to hunt turkeys in the rain and hopefully successfully hunt turkeys in the rain. Hell yeah. Rain equals damp, right? Mm -hmm. Damp leaves, Mm -hmm. which means that quiets your movements. Use that to your advantage. Yep. I think, you know, you can more quietly approach, um, these birds, if you're trying to move in on their roost, you know, or get somewhere close to the roost, uh, use it to your advantage. So don't, I, I think there's a lot of, including me in the past, I've done this before too, um, where I've woke up that morning to get ready to go turkey hunting and it'd be pouring down rain and be like, nope, I think I'm good. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of turkey hunters do that when instead use it to your advantage. Yeah. So that wet ground, uh, provides a quieter approach. Yeah. If you get a break in that rain and the sun happens to break through in the clouds, hold on tight because the gobbling is going to go nuts. I have, I I wrote a, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I used to be involved in living history type stuff. Yeah, I knew that. And there was a living history magazine that I used to write articles for occasionally. And I wrote one that was called the Turkey Before the Storm. And we were out on a campsite and uh, we had gotten some rain and it was like a pre-rain and there was a storm coming. But it was raining, and then the rain stopped, and a little bit of that sunlight broke through, and the turkeys just lit up in the forest. We were in the Shawnee National Forest. Yeah. Brought it up earlier. The turkeys just lit it up. I mean, it was so it was awesome to hear. <laughs> this is gobbling everywhere. Wow. Yeah. And then the storm rolled in, so that's why I called it the gobble before the storm or the turkey before the storm. Whatever the hell it was, I forget. It's been a number of years ago. but um, I didn't know you were an acclaimed writer. You knew I wrote a book. Tim, there's so much shit I don't know about you. You knew that I wrote a book. I feel like you're cheating on me. <laughs> we're gonna have to sit down one day. I've shown and just, it to you. I'm pretty sure we're gonna have to sit down, and have an open, open platform between I, me and you. I wrote a book. It actually won awards. It was a uh, that's awesome. Amazon's best reader, viewer, whatever the hell award, something. I don't. And then it wore a. I don't know. It won two awards. Is it still available? Can yeah. you still get it? Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. Son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, it's out there now. The hardback editions are gone. Those were limited. Um, they were all signed and numbered, and they're gone. But paperback, you can still get it. Anyway. Anyway. Got off track. Huh. So get that little sun break. It's going to be fun because you start hearing those gobbles, and it's cool. And if you don't like I'm the I'm the run-and-gun type of turkey hunter. Yeah. But hunt from a blind, and then you stay dry. <laughs> you, know? mm-hmm. you can do that. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, Stand turkeys will stand out in the middle of the damn rain like a bunch of bird brains. See what I did there? I, I like that. <laughs> um, that's clever. Yeah. They don't care where we do. We don't want right. to get wet sometimes. So 
bring it. You brought up pop-up blinds. Bring your little pop-up blind and sit in that. You're cool. And last thing is, use a call that is loud enough to penetrate the sounds of that rain. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, turkeys can hear, okay, that's not the problem. But when you have all that rain coming down, especially if it's a heavy rain, it's going to drown out a lot of the sound. So bring that box call or slate call or, you know, if you have a mouth call that can get loud enough, whatever call you're comfortable with, but yeah, where you can trump that rain or they know you're still, there's a hen there waiting on me kind of thing. Now, will a slate and a box call work if they get wet? I've never had to use one in the rain. Uh, a slate call should. Uh, I don't know if a box call will Yeah, or not. I just don't know once you get yeah. that. Because you always have that little fine yeah. stuff you put on there. And... Slate call shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Especially if if you have like a... We're going to learn the, today. The stick or the whatever you call yeah. that that you mm-hmm. use. I mean, some mm-hmm. of those are made of wood, but a lot of them aren't. They're plastic, you know, yeah. so... Shouldn't have a problem with that. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Reckon what you like to eat in there. We haven't done the Get Your Eat On segment in a while. No. And we're still kind of not, but. <laughs> still kind of not. <laughs> I just. This I just weather just to, doesn't allow us to grill. I just wanted to say Saturday, I am making my smoked meatloaf. Hmm. So. It's delightful. It is very good. So, Fair enough. Um, I'm going to probably do more than that because I just haven't fired up the smoker in a while. So, I'm just going to get stupid with it. But smoked meatloaf is the main dish, so we can talk about that next week's show if you want to. But, Hell yeah. We'll bring it back in um, style. I don't like to bring this up because I'm a humble human being, but um, we call her Aunt Jan. She's not related to us at all, but she's our Aunt Jan. Yep. And she told me it was the best meatloaf she's ever had, and she wanted the recipe. And when Aunt Jan says that's the best meatloaf I'm ever, I've ever had, I take note. I'm like, I'm doing something right. Nice. So, very nice. So that's what we're having. Okay. Now, I may have just set the bar too high, and you may eat it and want to puke. I might. <laughs> yeah, I may be like, come here, Emmy. <laughs> if you don't like smoked meatloaf, you're... Oh, man. It's got me fired up thinking about it oh, right yeah. now. It's kind of like if you don't like bacon, you're wrong? Yes, exactly. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm down. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's legit. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Let's have some after the show. <laughs> well <laughs> here's the problem <laughs> it ain't made yet well it, it can be we just have to go get the ingredients and then you're gonna have to miss work i'll take that bullet okay <laughs> jason's got me covered oh yeah sure he'll gonna let him know that mike had a terrible accident today and he won't be in until tomorrow <laughs> he'll be fine tomorrow <laughs> Terrible accident was only for one day. Yeah. <laughs> He'll Prob- get over it pretty quick. He's probably tough. Probably something with his hip. It was the 24-hour accident. Could be my <laughs> old man hip. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I've been, I say I've been hornswoggled. That means we're going to dry fire your bow. Yeah. And the guests always go first. Yeah. Hmm. Anything dry firing Mr. Fritz over there? Well, we've already talked about the weather. Yeah. And being spring break, and yep. this is a pretty. That's going to be mine. Crummy spring break. Well, then I won't overstep. No, you can take it. <laughs> Run with it. I'm that fired up about it. All three of us can go off on yeah. the weather. If you I want. mean, it was a few, well, a couple of weeks ago, it was 70 degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. I Almost outside, 80. I was outside yeah. working in the yard yeah. with a t-shirt, doing a bunch of stuff. And you were, last weekend, coming in this week, I got the fire going in the fireplace. You said you mm-hmm. were working in the yard? Yeah. Because my yeah. milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Oh. Hell, Everyone yeah. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, you that, go from turning off the heat and opening up a window to cranking the heat back on again. Yep. Um, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy the fireplace, but I'm ready to. Yeah, ready to get this. Rolling. I enjoy it too in the fall and winter. Right, I'm, re- I'm ready to get this <laughs> yeah. going. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm ready to get fishing and do all this other stuff that this time of the year should be allowing us to do. Yes, um, agreed. Yeah. The other one I would have would just be, um, it'd be the workforce of this day and age. On Pre sure. what workforce? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm re- the I'm lack of that. yeah the uh, the sense of entitlement. Mm. That people have at yeah. a job in these days on oh, yeah. thinking like this is my area, this is where I'm working. Like I'm pretty sure that's not the area that signs your paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, just I was always brought up on no matter what you're doing, you're going to do what you're told, and you're going to do it to the best of your ability. If you're going to be a garbage man, that's you're going to be the best one out there. That's how I was raised, and ain't how it is, and no anymore no no they give two shits yep sadly not yep you can even offer let's just say a company offered an incentive pay people don't even care they want to bitch about it and our government for doing their job leaders mm-hmm. entitle oh, yeah. that to happen yep. Mm-hmm. yep make everybody a victim oh and the government you got to work overtime oh you're a victim poor thing yeah oh, and it kind of same thing goes into the you know, the government also does these diversity hires, which a lot of companies do. <coughs> where they just hire yep. someone to make the group more diverse. Yeah. Doesn't going off of qualifications yeah. and the amount of work that actually get done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Skill set or, or quality or yep. work drive yep. quality. You know yep. that that didn't play a role in it anymore. Nope. No. nope. Don't have to have the experience. Yep. I yeah. Agree, sir. Yeah. Yep. And I don't see that getting any better anytime soon. Oh either. God, no! I think it's only gonna get worse. What dry fire is your bow? <sighs> well, I had one, but I'm not going to do it on here. Okay. But the other one, <laughs> the other one. First of all, yeah. Felicia, you don't tell me how to make my chili. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I waited. And I'm like, oh, this one might not have one. I about to speak, about to speak, and there it is. Bam. So anyway, uh, my thing is, I was scrolling through the Facebooks to uh, two or three days ago. Yep. And I've seen these videos before, but it just rekindled my hate for these people. Is these douchebags that want to get pulled over by the police and then be complete pieces of shit and crack their window this much and scream that they know the law and it's it's against their Street rights. Side court. And, yeah. I, I know my rights. Yeah, I it pisses me off beyond belief. I watch these people and I want to go find these people and punch them right in the damn face. I don't need to have a. I'm traveling. I'm not driving. I don't need a driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're just idiots. Yeah. And they're all just, I know the law. I know what I can do. I know what I can do. I know the law. Man, I just, I want to see the video where the cop punches out the window, pulls his piece of shit out, and beats the crap out of him on live, on live camera. And that would make me happy. All right. I'm okay for the police to do that when someone's being a complete shithead like that. That shit aggravates the hell out of me. Their job's hard enough as it is, the bullshit they got to deal with on a daily basis. And then you get these liberal little bitches that want to sit around and act like, you know what I mean? That's, that's their right. You can't, you can't look at me. I don't have to give you my driver. The hell you don't. That's what it's called. You suspicion. You, I need to talk to you. You've done something wrong. Unless the cop pulled the guy over for doing 40 in a 40 and (laughs) using his turn signal. Okay. Then we got a different story here. But if that man pulled you over, told you what he pulled you over well, that's for. That's still not the place for street side court, though. 
That's what the court system's for. Well, I know. Well, I, hey, and I'm saying, you know, me, I pull over. I'm grabbing that shit ahead of time. Now I don't because I have a conceal and carry, and I don't want them jumping out, you know, knowing that I have that conceal and carry and pulling out a gun. So I wait till they get to the car, and then I give them everything they need. How many times do you get pulled over? I never do. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like you I've have been, this I've, game plan it, all the It's been twice. You, okay. It's been twice, but I don't have a ticket. When? Because you drive Miss Daisy going. I, well, when I worked at the coal mine, <laughs> if you're not on time, all you're right. fired. All right. So I was going through Pickneyville about 60 and a 40, and he caught me on a Friday, and he let me go, and then he caught me on the next Friday because <laughs> I was running late. <laughs> and he said... Didn't I get you last week? I'm like, uh, listen, man, I am so sorry. But the good thing is, is he's from that area. He knows the coal mines and he knows that if you're late, you're fired. You know, so sure. if he sits there and, you know, and if I, you know, and it's my fault for leaving late. It's not his at all, but he let me go. And the next time I came through Pickneyville, I was going 40. Not 41. And on time. And on time. And I left a half go. hour early just so I didn't have to go 60 through Pickneyville. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just tired of seeing those videos. I wish they would take that, that shit off the internet. It just, it pisses me off every time. Well, what dry fires my bow, as we've aforementioned already, is the weather. Yeah. So as most people's weather apps on their phones, they go out 10 days. So mm -hmm. I had been watching, mm -hmm. waiting for that 10th day to pop up for her birthday. Yeah. And when it first did, it said 52 degrees and sunny. Yeah. I'm like, I can live with that. Yeah. 52 is okay. not terrible. I, I would prefer warmer than that, but mm -hmm. I'll take 52. Yep. And then gradually, each time I look at it, it gets lower and lower mm -hmm. and lower and lower. And I looked at it yesterday, and it said 38. <laughs> it said 40 this morning. Yep. But regardless. Yeah. It just, 48, 30. It same keeps going thing. the damn wrong direction. Yeah. And that's And now the morning's supposed to be 23. Yeah. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. So that frustrates me. Mm -hmm. That's all, really. That's snow in the forecast, I'm pretty sure. Because I want to have I want to have a, a barbecue. You know I mean, that's the right. yeah. that's the whole idea behind it, right? So. Yep. Gonna have to shut the shut the old barn and throw in a heater. Well, probably we'll do that in the garage because the garage is insulated. Yeah. Throw a heater in there and go from that. Maybe some hammer slogging. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played that in a long time. We can get that on. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hammer slogging it is. Can't go wrong with a good game of hammer slogging. Hell no. <laughs> you ever ready. played that? No idea what you're talking okay. about. Oh, well, shit. It's a good time. We'll, We're going to introduce you to that we'll, one. We'll explain it here in a few. Okay. Yeah. You can, hey, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for jumping me. on. Appreciate man. it. You can contact us via email at backwoodsbowhunterpodcast at gmail.com. And like the fellow who told Mike he was wrong in the review, um, Jump on there, whatever <laughs> platform you're using, and leave us a review. It doesn't take but a minute or two, if, if that, and it does help. You're damn right it does. That's right. It's going to push us all the way to the top. There we go. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to be there. Why? You got nowhere else to go. That's right. Nothing mm -hmm. to strive for. Then we could have that that downfall and then they could have a series on us on you know and one of them shows about remember when these guys were on the top and then they got back to the every, bottom and we work our way back up every kingdom falls yeah so yeah well let's get to number two okay okay <laughs> i'm good at camping out at number two <clears throat> number two and then we'll strive for number one we'll do that there we go uh, heads up joe rogan here we come and grab your bow and get after it get your kids out thanks for listening to another backwoods bow hunter episode didn't get enough Climb down out of your tree stand, 
and get ready for another epic episode next week. The Backwoods Boys will take you back downrange for more bow hunting content.